And now, ladies and gentlemen, the time has arrived. You are watching Southwest Boxing Media in association with Brixton Streetwear. Welcome to Southwest Boxing Media Speaks. Kieran, you're from Southwest Boxing Media in association with Brixton Streetwear. And please welcome joining me for the second time this week, my co-host on the podcast, Mr. Tommy Langford. Tommy, how things make you all good? I'm all good, thanks, Kieran. And yourself? Yes, all good, thanks, mate. All good. Um, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed, Tom. As I've just said, it's the second time this week that our listeners are not fed up with us yet, mate. Well, how how could you possibly be fed up of us? <laughs> <laughs> well said, mate. Well said. Um, there is a reason, Tom. There's a reason that we've um we've decided to throw two podcasts out this week as opposed to one. Um, it's because we we just. We're so blessed with boxing action at the moment. The weekends are filled with so much boxing. Um, so many shows and fights again this weekend for us to enjoy. So we felt it was best to review last weekend's action on our first podcast. If you haven't seen that yet, guys, please check it out. And then separately preview this weekend's action on this podcast, mate. Didn't we, Tom? Yeah, I think the honest truth is we've just got a bit overexcited, haven't we? Boxing's all of a sudden come back on and we just want, can't shut up about it. Basically, yeah, yeah. To put it to put it accurately, mate, yeah, you spot on. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think that um, like 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 you said, I think last weekend's results and action deserves its own sort of uh, you know its its own dedicated podcast, really, because there was a lot that happened and a lot of shocks. So we needed to cover that before talking about you know the future fights that obviously uh, you know there's so many of them this weekend. Uh, kind of swamped with them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I agree, mate. Well, the first one we're going to look at, the first um, show to kick us off this weekend, really, is the MTK show. Uh, MTK Leeton putting on this show for us. There's title fights, there's 50-50s, there's exciting talents on show. I mean, it's got it all, really. Tom, you looking forward to it? Yeah, I am, yeah. Like like you, ju you just said, it's a complete run-through of, uh, you know, different level of action there's a prospects like first you know early, early early starters you know like two two bouters and things and then there's you've got you've got southern areas english titles commonwealth so we've got a good complete spectrum of fights really and you've got some experienced fighters on the bill as well as some fresh ones so i think it'll be a it's a good one to watch for fans who are looking to see you know how, how fighters change and development throughout your throughout their career sort of thing. So, yeah, good one. Yeah, these, I mean, these MTK shows are great as well for us boxing fans because, I mean, as we know, they this one as well, they, they stream through IFL TV, um, so you can see it for, for free on YouTube. And, I mean, as you mentioned there, we've got title fights on you to look forward to. There's so much on this show. And to watch it all, you know, on YouTube live for nothing, I mean, you can't, you can't fault that, Tom, can you? No, no, it's uh, any any sport that's free is all good. So you know, credit to him for being for for uh, you know enabling fans to watch to watch fights for free. So that's good. How's the um? That's what I'm gonna ask you. How's the missus with you having a weekend full of boxing? Because I know my missus is like ah, oh, a boxing again. <laughs> but then at the same time with my missus, right? I don't know if it's the same with you. 
she watches, you know, Towie and all these things all week. And I, I just sit there with my, my feet up and my slippers on, you know, don't say nothing. But then when it comes yeah, to well, boxing, it's like, oh, the boxing again. This, this, this is it. This is it, mate. You know, it's just, you know, um, we're just passive, aren't we? Uh, you know, it's, it doesn't take much to keep us keep us happy. And, you know, we're happy for that. So, you know, it's, you know, it, it's, uh, I'm all right with it. Uh, I'm all right. She, she, to be fair, I kind of take myself off and do the boxing thing. And, uh, you know, Leanna, Leanna, watch your own thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, mate. Well, as we said, this show is um, is action-packed. We've got eight fights in total on it. So I'm just quickly going to run through the fights that we've got. And then we'll um, we'll zoom in a bit on the title fights then and uh, just preview them slightly. So, yep. some of the fights we've got, we've got Mohamed Samia versus Kieran Thomas. Uh, strong name that, i got to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> P.S. O'Leary versus Irvin Magno in a super lightweight six-rounder. Uh, we've got two undefeated featherweight fighters going at it in Mark McKeown and Brad Dawes. The very exciting 22-year-old Irish talent, Paddy Donovan. Lots of hype around him. Uh, looking forward to watching him in action again. He's looking to move to 6-0 against C.R. Uzgal. Um, 3-0 Elliot Will versus the tough and game, Jamie Stewart, who, I mean, we saw involved in that controversial draw recently on a matchroom show against Florian Marco, mm-hmm. who's also in action this weekend, as we come on to later. And then, let's get to this, said Tom. The first of all, three title fights. Um, yeah. A lad that myself and Scott know pretty well here at Southwest Boxing Media. He's such a lovely lad, I gotta say. Um, in his in the biggest test so far of his career, his his biggest fight of his career, he's openly said that to us. He's fighting for Southern Area title at Super Featherweight against DP Carr. What's your what's your thoughts on that fight, mate? Um well I mean it's 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 great for anybody to be fighting for a title and it's a good start. You know, Southern Area is a, it's a it's a prestigious title in itself. So any title on on the on the track to um, you know stardom is 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 exciting and it's it's an, you know highly anticipated by fighters and looked forward to. But I think it's good. You know, I think that um, th- I think the fight's pretty evenly matched. Actually, like it's 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 a, it's a good it's a, it's a tough one to call. Really, I mean, I I don't know. I don't have. I'm not completely familiar with both fighters, but I've watched a bit more DP Carr. Him being on uh, Warren shows in the past, and obviously me being on him, and you know, he you'd say he probably has the uh, the sort of the media presence. I'm not going to say the backing, or I'm not going to say the the um, you know the the favorite in terms of anything else, but probably the sort of Emphasis will be on him because he's probably probably more known to the public. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and uh, but looking at the records, I'd say it's a pretty even 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 Stevens going into it, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing who comes through and who performs. And you know, and if you can um, perform at a championship level, regardless of regardless of the of the level of the championship, it's still a championship fight. If you can perform it. And don't uh, get caught under pressure, and you know, uh, deal with the nerves properly and the preparation, and everything else. Then you can perform at any championship level. So, you know, it'd be good to see who comes through. Yeah, definitely. And Dean looks. I got to say, you know, looking at it from Dean's point of view, he looks in unreal shape for that one. And I spoke to him um, going back a few weeks ago, actually. And 
he's buzzing for this fight. As I said, it's a, it's a big, big opportunity for him, um, you know, live on an MTK show. So, uh, wishing, because we know Dean personally, I wish Dean all the very best for that fight. Um, next one we got is a, is an English title fight as well between Darren Tetley and um, Samuel Antwi at welterweight. And then, mm-hmm. top in the bill, is a good, good friend of ours, Garmin Gwynn, is fighting Sean McComb. Now, this fight is a cracker, mate. For the Commonwealth lightweight title. Um, yeah. It's, well, Garvin is Garvin lives in our town, actually, myself and Scott. He's someone we, we really know well. Um, yeah. Sean McComb's a, an undefeated southpaw. It's, um, it's, it's got the makings of being a great fight, this. Yeah, it has. It's a... It's a... It's a good, it's a good, good fight. Um, I think, like, it's another one for me that I haven't, I haven't seen a huge amount of either fighter. So mm. it's going a lot on, for me personally, it's going a lot on records and and, and what you've read about them and things. But, um, you know, it's... Do, do you think, do you think a big factor? I just tried to jump in on you, um, but there, Tom. But just talking about records and and you know. I mean, looking at Garvin from Garvin's point of view, Garvin has he's fought now for the the British title twice. He's come up short both times, um, but both times against very very good opponents. I mean, the first one was against Joe Cordina. Um, we saw That's him. It. We saw I'm him lose sorry. Sorry, Tom. Go on, sorry, mate. <laughs> sorry, because my phone wasn't working for the for Boxrec to see the schedules and see the records. I knew I'd seen names of people and I. I, I uh, who fought who, but I couldn't remember which round it was because I wasn't familiar with it. And you've just yeah. reminded me. <laughs> you just reminded yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. But Darwin, as I said, you know, first time round for the British title, he lost to um, Joe Codina, but Joe is a you know an exciting talent, yeah. a good prospect. Um, and then he lost to James Tennyson in the fight camp recently as well. But yeah. Do you think, yeah. Do you think Garvin's level of opposition in in just fourteen fights, and you know, two of the names that I mentioned there. Do you think that could play a factor in this in this fight, Tom? You know that he's had this well, level of opponent and, and experience. I think I think having that level of experience against that caliber of opponent absolutely will will pay him dividends. You know, um, I think that being a bit of a <laughs> you know don't wanna, don't wanna rain on the parade, but like. Yeah, he, he, he's been losing in those fights. I know. They're very, very high quality, you know, class fighters, and but it's a it's a losing experience. So yeah. it's whether you can learn from that to turn that into a win experience. I mean, and then I mean the um, I, f- I forgot the name. Who's who's he? What's the name of the fellow he's fighting again? He's uh, both Sean Mc- fighter, isn't he? Yeah, Sean McComb. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's it, McComb. Yeah. So Sean McComb, uh, he's for probably. A higher percentage of fighters coming in with winning records, but mm. then are they foreign imports who aren't coming to really, really, really win? If you know what I'm saying, so I think it's very hard to say if you go in if you if you can't see if you haven't seen them all, you know, haven't seen them in a lot of contests. I mean, obviously, you know, um, you know, Gwyn pers- personally, like so, Ga- it's Gavin Gwyn and Gavin, Gavin, you yeah, know, him personally. Right. Yeah. You know he's local, so you'll have seen a lot more of him and taken a lot more interest in in what he's doing. So you'll probably have seen a lot. Have you seen much of McCoon yourself? To be honest, I mean, Sean is someone we've spoken to as well. He's an, he's another great, great lad. He's um, 
and he, he is he is very talented. He's got a good team around him. He's coached by Danny yeah. Vaughan. Um, you know, yeah, so he's, yeah, he's surrounded yeah, yeah. himself with, with a very very good team. Um, I know back home in, in Belfast, we've seen some great fighters coming through. You know, yeah. Belfast and Ireland over the years. Um, there's a there's a lot of excitement around him. You know, he's a southpaw, so he, he is a he is a talent, and I think. I think with the bookies, he's regarded as the favourite in this fight, yeah. McComb. But yeah, you know, like like I said, it's, it's a very very good fight in my opinion. God, God, oh, it's I'm a great so fight. Hungry for this. It's a great fight, and 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 uh, hunger and desire can do a hell of a lot for you in that. It, you know, it, in in a championship fight, it's a big big fight. Both from Commonwealth title fight, you know, that's that can launch you onto some some major fights. Do you know what I mean? And uh, uh you know. Working, working in that surroundings of Danny Vaughan and stuff, McCoom's got for him, and like you said, he surrounds himself with 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 good good boxing people, and mm-hmm. there'll be a lot of knowledge thrown around of people who've worked with in high high uh, high end fights. So yeah. you'd say that probably, even though he's not been in this position before, the experience surrounding the team will. Could 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 pay dividends and that, um, but like you said, it's a it's a it's a great opportunity for both lads and a, a good way to start the year. And you you get off to a good start and then you fly and you can project yourself onto British and beyond. So you know, let's hope that you know. I mean, obviously, you're going to want your your lad to win, Gavin. Gavin it's, to win. It, so, you know, I mean, it's, it's difficult whenever we do these things, right? Me and Scott always said, you you know. You can't be biased when you're doing this. You can't be biased. <laughs> but do, do you know what? Sometimes, mate, it's really difficult. Like I said, it, Gavin's a boy who, you know, we see he's from Merthyr like ourselves. We see him regularly, you know, and I yeah. I know how much this means to him as well. You know, it's, like I said, coming up short twice on the big occasion. So, yeah, it's very, very difficult for me uh, for not to be biased on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's... You know, if he's up against the South Pole, he's got, you know, it's always, they're always tricky, them South Poles. They should be outlawed, but, you know... I was always quite good at fighting Southpaw, so like you know, if he if he wants if he wants any 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 little little tips, I, I can give him some sneaky tips. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a great fight anyway, mate, and uh, we certainly wish both lads all the very very best for it. Um, yeah. Let's come on to Saturday then. Saturday. Yeah. The, very very excited about this one. Um, as, yeah. as all boxing fans are, it's been a long time coming. The Avenisi and Josh Kelly show. Um. As we know, David Avenician, current European champion, he's defending his title against Josh Kelly. It's 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 finally happening. It's finally here. It's been on. It's been off. Um, it's been about three years in the in the making, really. And it's, it's such a fascinating fight, Tom, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's you know it still could not happen. Let's. I don't want to jinx anything, but oh, it's still, still, <laughs> still it's still it's still time yet, but. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a long time in the making. It's a fight that everyone's looking forward to. I was just watching uh, earlier on. I was watching so, like the kind of build up to it, and it's been like so built up and dropped down and built up and dropped down. It's it's like it's long, so long overdue, and and that has created some uh, real needle. I, I don't think between the fighters, it seems to be the needles between the trainers and the managers and things, ra- rather even than up actually... until last, even up until last night, mate. Um, I don't know if you saw anything over social media, where apparently within the bubble there was there was a bit of an altercation last night between Neil Marsh, who's David Avnesian's manager, and um, Adam Booth, who we know, <laughs> Josh Perry. 
it was a bit of back and forth, yeah. a bit of handbags, I think. I think it was all sorted and it's I think they sat down and shook yeah. hands in the end. Um I think the the thing is Adam Booth loves all this. He this does. Is, he 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 loves being in the, the having the uh, having the attention. Like he, he thrives on it, doesn't he? And as a trainer, he probably thinks that distracts away from the from the he might think that distracts away from the fighter and takes yeah. the attention away from the fighter and allows him to relax and concentrate. And if he if he finds that is that's his because don't let's 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 get it straight. Trainers have to perform as well. Trainers are under pressure as well. And he look he does seem to pile the pressure on himself quite, quite a lot, Adam Booth, by the things yeah. he says and the things he does and his actions and he's 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 very arrogant, let's be honest. He's arrogant in the way he acts and stuff and so he, he draws it all on himself. And I think that has created more needle than the fighters. The fighters are just there. Like every interview I've seen of Josh Kelly is like, yeah, the fight is going to happen. The fight is going to happen. The fight is going to happen. The same yeah. with David Avisen and Avinisi. And he just, you know, he, he, he's been wanting it for so long, training for so long for this fight. So it can't, uh, it can't fail to entertain this as long as it happens. Let's like fingers crossed, everything crossed that nothing happens between now and, you know, hope they both make the weight properly and do everything right, and you know we can, we can it, the fight gets on because I think it's going to be really, really entertaining. The the styles will gel. Um, I'm, well, I'm I'm very confident of that. You know, Avenisian's action packed fighter, strong front foot. He's going to come after Josh Kelly. He wants he's to so experienced as well, Tom, isn't he? You've got to mention he is. So so, uh, he's, a, he's a former world champion as well. Let's not forget. Yeah, I mean, like he, that, I mean, without going into anything else, the experience alone, you know, he carries so much into this fight. Been in the ring, you know, been in the ring with Shane Mosley, man. Beat Shane Mosley. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like he he's got a career behind him that you'd, you could turn around and go, Do you know what? that's like a, that's a hell that without even having, without even saying that he's still the European champion and he's defending his title. Do you know what I mean? So he's the champion. He's going to be coming out. Def- like he, so the weight probably actually, although Josh Kelly carries this, uh, you know, uh, he's the, he's the, he's the pretty boy and he's, he's the super, he's the, he's the, the, the new kid on the block sort of thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, um, he carries that sort of aura with him. Avenisians, he's the he's the he's the one to beat. He's the man. So like, he Josh Kelly can't go out and just dance around, like be on the back foot and be all slippery and and. Uh, but let's get let's and, get it right, Tom. This is this is Josh's first real like proper acid test, I would say, because. I mean, we'll come on to you know his his American debut. Josh has fought in America, mm. and that didn't go too well. Um, against Ray Robinson, he had a no, draw out there, which draw, was criticised. Yeah, yeah, now he was quite he was heavily criticised in that fight. Some people even had him losing it. Um, so well, I mean, well, this is this is his first real sort of acid test, and you know we will definitely know a lot more about Josh Kelly after this fight, won't we? Absolutely, I think the thing you said about the his American debut with, with uh, Ray Robinson, like he he was he was I think he was criticised quite a lot for being you know he was not getting caught and he's being slippery on the back foot, but was he being too negative? And then mm. you know and that was the reason you know, and he can't do that in this fight. He can't afford to do that because um, Avenisian will punish him if he's not throwing. He will punish him and. Uh, 
And I've watched that Avenician. He's he's clever. He's he's clever as well. He's not just a front foot game kit. He's clever. You know, he's got that Eastern European boxing style. You know, drilled into them from such a young age, and that that goes through the amateurs. They're all they've got that cagey sort of style, but also can be very aggressive and strong. It's it's a real exciting fight. I mean, I've to and fro between who I've picked. Who have you picked? <laughs> do, do you know what, mate? That I've been exactly the same. Um... A sort of, I, I think the experience, as I just mentioned there, was something I looked at quite a lot. And I thought, you know, David, David Avenician sort of been there, done it, and, and bought and worn the T-shirt. Um, so I, I, I played over that in my mind. But then I was thinking then, Josh Kelly, very, very excited. He's got such a brilliant amateur pedigree behind him, you know. And um, I don't know, it's, it's difficult, mate, this... I've changed my mind loads as well. It is such a, it really is such a fascinating and intriguing fight. And I've I can see it playing out in a number of different ways. Um I, I don't think Josh Kelly can afford to come into this fight and, and carry his hands as low as he has been in previous no, fights. Definitely not. I think he's he's walking a very, very thin line if he does do that. I mean, we know it's the the typical Adam Booth style fighter, you know, we we've seen David Hay do it over the years. Josh Kelly's doing it now, you know. He, he does that is the style Adam Booth likes, and to be you know slick and 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 move well. But I would be worried for him if I if that first first bell rings and I'm seeing Josh carrying those hands so low. I am going to be um yeah, I'm going to be shocked and worried for him, mate. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right there. It. Yeah. <sighs> It's really hard to pick to pick a winner. I mean, to pick who are, who are, who I favour. That's how good this fight is. But then, when you look at, like you said, you look at the experience and who David Avisian has been in with, and and who he's beaten. Do you know what I mean? Not who he's been yeah. with, but who he's beaten. And then you think, God, like that's hard to compete with. Like obviously, we everyone's rating Josh Kelly's ability like super high. Like don't get me wrong, he is very very good. Like he's been. He looks. He's. He has looked the complete package on on several occasions. But then, that draw in America and things is there are questions. There's like you said. There's still some questions there. And I think I I sided with Josh Kelly early on when I'm uh, it when this fight was you know in the build up and I was thinking it's just going to be that that bit. I've seen bits and I thought he's he looks brilliant. You know he looks. Oh, I think he's class. And then other bits I've seen. It's just like you just don't know whether. Like you said, there's there's things that ha- have to be answered in this fight in order to win this fight. I think that's the thing. There's I, questions I, in this. There's questions in this fight as well. I think what's interesting as well, Tom. I I've heard um, people from from Kelly's camp saying that they think the the postponements and this fight taking so long to happen it will actually work in Josh's favour because, like you said, that Josh has been you know a fighter learning on the job. He's He's looked, he's looked mm. outstanding in some fights, but there's also been things we looked at and we thought, oh, he needs to tweak that or he needs to, you know, change that as he moves up the levels. Yeah. And I know his, his team have made the point in saying that maybe having all this time with the postponements, with this fight going, being on, being off, maybe he's had more time to zone in on those things, if you know what I'm saying, um, Tom, and maybe that could be something well, that plays out in, in Josh's favour. Well, they're going to they're gonna say that. Aren't they? Like everyone's yeah. going to try and say you, you get, they're going to say that to try and build confidence in Josh Kelly that it's not going to matter. I think on the flip side, I think it, it's going to be. De- I think it's detrimental towards him, really. Um, mm. 
the the all these postponements and and it has been sort of it has been put out sort of as it's their side that's been at fault of these postponements. Do you know what I mean? Their side yeah. that's you know or Adam Booth or whoever. It's sort of been out been been put out there and it's made out that it's sort of them that's not wanted it or whatever, you know, whether it, I know they haven't not wanted it, but, but it's their fault why it's not happened already. Yeah. And so that, that brings a hell of a lot of pressure with it. I think I'm siding with Avanician. I've changed my mind this week. I, I started yeah. off the week with Kelly. I've changed now. I fancy Avanician. And I think he's just, like you said, that slick, that hands down style, that, that awkwardness, that clever. He's seen all that before. Avanician's seen all that before time and time again. He's been in the room with people like that and he's beating people like that. Um, don't get me wrong. Kelly's unbelievably talented and he could spin it. He could flip it all over his head. He could do an unbelievable job here and, and, and get over the line crystal clear. But do, I do think, you think, do you think, do you think Kelly's got enough power in him to, to stop? I don't know. Or, or do you think it know. would be, because we spoke to Carl Greaves. I don't know if you saw, we spoke to Carl. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, he's Avanesian's trainer, works with David day in, day out has for so long. And he said that he doesn't believe that Josh has enough power to keep, to keep David off him, you know, and, and David, David's, David can punch. I mean, David's coming yeah, into he's this with, drunk, yeah. he, he's won all that, his last three fights by KO. You know, he's, yeah, he's, he's, a, just, he's a powerful, he's a, strong man. He's, he's a strong, 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 he's a strong man. He's a, a strong bloke, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, I, and I really rate Carl Greaves as well as a, as a, as a manager and trainer. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't know that he has got the power to, to hurt him, but has he got the power to keep him at bay? Mm. Don't know to to make him think. I think he's got the power to you know everyone's got the power to make you think. You know, no one wants to get hit constantly. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I think. But like I said, I think all that experience that Avanesians and 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 the nerves will be. I feel like the nerves and the pressure will be on Josh Kelly. Like I feel like Avanesians can be relatively. You know, I'm I'm not the I'm not the uh, star. You know, I'm not the pretty boy. I'm not the star kid. I'm the I'm the one who's going to come and uh, you know. Ruin the party, really. Mm. Um, and he's the champion. He's the champion. So let's not forget he's the champion. He's coming in as the champion. And uh, you, you've got to rip the title off a champion. You can't just be on the back foot, dance around and pick and, pick and slick. You've got to take that title away. And, mm. and I, don't, I don't know if Josh Kelly can, can do that. And we've just had that last weekend um, of the terrible, of that atrocity in the judging. Mm. Now, and he was a match, you know, so the judges are going to be told, you've got to be, you know, fair, like, so, so and I think that, that again, could work against Josh Kelly, who's the matchroom fighter. He's the home fighter, isn't he? So I, I just, I hope but next week on the podcast, maybe not sitting here discussing the scorecards. I, I can imagine yeah. that again. Can you imagine, <laughs> I, you know, a fight yeah. as big as this has been, we've been waiting so long for it. Imagine we yeah. then we've got to talk twenty minutes about scorecards next week. I hope it doesn't. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think it will. I don't no. think it will. I think. No, um, I... I don't think it will. I mean, I. I have to say, I don't. I don't see. I don't see Kelly knocking Avanesia out. I mean, I'd be surprised if Avanesia managed to catch him and 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 stop Kelly because he's very very slippery. But I, I'm I'm going Avanesia, and I think I think he's going to have a bit too much in the tank, mate. That's who I'm going for. I, I've I've said it. My hand on it. I put, put myself on the line. <laughs> well done, mate. I'm, I'm just picking the splinters out of myself from this uh, fence. <laughs> I'm going to join you with a prediction. Then. <laughs> no, I, I think um, I think I got to agree with you. I'm going to go with that as well. I'm going to 
edge slightly, only slightly, um, towards Avenician just because of the reasons I've just said, experience yeah. and you know being there and uh, and have done it before. Um, let's quickly just before we move on then for the winner, mm-hmm. obviously let's talk David Avenician first. If David Avenician wins, Carl has made no secret of the fact that it's going to be a world title shot. Then that's what they're going to want, don't they? Oh, it has to be. It has to be. It's the only thing there is, isn't it? Only thing, only thing, only thing to do is world title from there. Um, been yeah. there before, um, deservedly. And you know, European title. You know, beating if you beat the star kid, then you 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 know you're hundred percent deserving of that. Like as 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 has been highlighted, is in we're inside the top ten rankings in all the governing bodies. So yeah, definitely. And I think he'd be. I think he should be a shoo-in for it. To be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. And then from the other side, um, Josh Kelly, I mean, with a win, there's a potential mouthwatering clash then with Conor Ben. It's been talked about. That would be such a... Well, imagine that. That'd be a big fight in the UK, that would, mate. It'd be a big fight in the UK. I think he's been... Uh, no disrespect to Conor Ben. But it is just... I suppose it is a bit disrespectful. But I think he's beyond Conor Ben. Really, I mean, I, I think he could lose this fight and still have to still have a ding dong with Conor Ben, and and I still fancy him to beat Conor Ben. Um, what, about, what about? I mean, sort of. What about Conor's last performance though against? Oh, uh, listen, he's Pamela. been he's 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 really she's shown. Uh, you probably you could probably he's matured, argue isn't he? and say he's, matured massively, he's become he's matured massively, and he's probably one of the more most improved fighters, uh, British fighters at the moment. I agree. Um, it, given his last couple of performances, um, I'll give him that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with that. I'm not gonna argue with with what he, what he brings, what he brings to the table in terms of that that respect and and how much he's improved. But I don't feel that he's 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 at. I don't feel he's got the ability to be um, the nat. I don't believe he's got the. Um, the boxing ability, a uh, boxing ability to beat a Josh Kelly. Hmm. Um, that's just my personal opinion uh, about. Yeah. Uh, that's just my, my my. That's how I see that that would happen. So I think, regardless of what happens in this fight, the fight there could be there would kind of bend anyway. Um, I yeah. think if he, I think if uh, to be honest with you, I think if Josh Kelly wins, beats Avenician, he he's above that. He's looking at, he's looking beyond that. You know, hmm. if you if you look at it from the other side, if Avenician gets the win. We have a, we're going to talk about him fighting Conor Ben. No, he's da- David wants he, he's looking a world then, isn't he? Obviously, if uh, that's, with a win, like, that's, yeah. that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. So if if Josh Kelly beats Avenician and you say he's been a world champion before, he's a European champion, you know he's fought some man, you know great great names, and I've beaten him. You're not then going. I'll do. I'll have a domestic dust up for an international title. You're going. Well, I want. What's, what's the appeal? What's the appeal? What's the appeal, Tom? I mean, both of all money said they want it. Corner Ben, uh, yeah, that's it, isn't it? I was, I was just, I needed it's, to say it. that's what it is, isn't it? It's money and it's bragging rights. It depends on whether what's been dangled in front of them. If a carrot, if a carrot's been dangled in front of them for you know X amount of money with with this massive fight, then that's what you're talking about. And also, I suppose, you know, speaking from a boxer's like Josh, Josh Kelly, he's a, he's a pure boxer. He's done it, you know, a fantastic amateur career. Done it, done it that way. He's super slick, good boxing ability. Now I know, kind of, I know it's not the Eubank situation, but Conor Ben's dad's Nigel Ben, and yeah. and he's got launched into boxing through the 
through the Ben name, hasn't he? And he's yeah. lost he's lost on, on his way up. Um, so he's taken his licks. You know, I'm not going to say anything against that. And he's learned and all the rest and he's improved. But as, uh, you know, a pure boxer and everything that Josh Kelly is and what he's, I think he probably feels like, he probably feels, what do you think he can beat me for? Hmm. Do you know? Do you know what yeah. I mean? It, it's the sort of feeling that you get. Like uh, it's it's like the Chris Eubank situation. Like what? How, how can he be? How can he be? How can he? You know, he's he's had a few amateur fights and then he's turned pro and he, he thinks he can beat world champions. Like now, nah. yeah. do you know what I mean? So I feel like that's kind of that. I'm by the way, I'm not, not talking about Eubank now. I'm talking about when he started his career. But that's yeah. That might be the sort of attitude or the, the way that Josh Kelly thinks about. The kind of Ben fight, and he thinks he can beat me. Is he, is he taking the piss? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, that and then if that's the case, then obviously Josh Kelly might think, do you know what? I'll just shut him up. I'll just prove a point and shut him up. And also, I might have had a big, big load of cash dangling in front of me to do so. So that might be that might be that. But I think that fight's still there, regardless. I think that fight's there yeah, anyway. I, I think I could agree with you. I think that fight can happen no matter what because it's one of these big, big. Well, it's huge in the UK. It's one of them um, everybody were tuning in for. And there's a bit of needle there. I mean, Connor's added his own spice to things by saying that he yeah. believes that Josh Kelly could be knocked off course from a future collision with him by Avanesian. And and he has said mm. that he thinks Avanesian's going to be too much for Kelly anyway. Yeah, I saw he said that. I mean, like, I mean, we we, we both just said that we, we, yeah. we're signing with Avanesian. Do you know what I mean? But, but having said that, I still think <laughs> Avenician beats Kelly. I still think Josh Kelly beats uh Conor Ben. Yeah. At, at the moment, at the moment, do you know what I mean? But let's let's see what happens. But yeah, I think I think to be honest with you, if you're Josh Kelly, if I was Josh Kelly and I beat Avenician, I'm going. Do you know what? Sod it. I want bigger. I want world titles. I want to. I want to jump the queue and get right up there. That's that's what you as a fighter. That's what I'd want. So whether he'd do the same or whether whether Eddie Hearn would go. Do you know what? The pandemic's still on. You can't get that much money going abroad to fight and all the rest of it. You know, you make more money fighting kind of Ben over here. Then they might, you know, might get talked into it. I don't know. <laughs> very, very interesting, mate. And it's very, um, it's, it's something to keep an eye on, isn't it? Certainly is. Yeah. Um, right, rest of the card. Let's have a quick look and a quick um, discussion on the yeah. rest of the cards, Tom, if we can. We've got a yeah. pro debut of the Rom football, Johnny Fisher. Um, Scott yeah. with Johnny earlier, actually. Uh, great guy. We speak to Johnny Lords. He, he, he speaks so well. Um, such a nice guy. Um, he's of course trained by Mark Tibbs as well. Mm-hmm. He's he's someone who um, he looks he, he looks really good. He looks an exciting addition to the heavyweight division. Yeah, definitely. I think you know any any uh, any heavyweight any heavyweight maker you know London heavyweight making their debut is exciting. Any big lad. Making a day, do you know what I mean? It's exciting, yeah. and, and you know, and uh, to see how they to see how they come out and do it, and if they're going to be banging them out, and we'll everyone will be breathing down their neck and loving them, do you know what I mean? So I think, uh, yeah, any any heavyweights come from exciting heavyweights come from Britain's, it, you know, it's it's good for the sport and it's good for good for fans, isn't it? That's that's what we want to see. Definitely. Well, uh... Johnny's in a decent test um, against Matt Gordon in his first outing, so we wish Johnny mm. all the very best for that. Um, yeah. Next question I'm going to ask you, Tom. Are we going to see any Mexican upsets this week? Because we've got two <laughs> Mexicans fighting on this card. 
are we going to see a repeat of last weekend? Don't know, mate. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, like yeah. Okay. Uh, are you going to spice things sure, up mate. and say yeah? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't, I don't know, mate. <laughs> To be honest, mate, I, I don't see. I mean, the first one, the first bout we're looking at here is, is Jordan Gill. Um, he's trained by Dave Caldwell. He's, he's a very good fighter, yeah. Jordan Gill. He's yeah, Jordan Gill's a good fighter. Very, very yeah, good. good. Yeah, fighter. I like yeah. I like Jordan Gill. Um, he's fighting the Mexican Caesar Juarez. Um, yeah, I I don't see. I expect Jordan to come through that and and come through it pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll he'll I think he'll deal with he'll deal with that. I believe the the WBA ah WBA international title as well has been added. Now we had a discussion about titles a few weeks ago, Tom. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I believe that one's on the line in our fight as well. Now, um, yeah. So looking forward to that one. The other fight I was talking about involving the Mexican is Robbie Davis Jr. Um, another very. Oh good yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, nah, he won't. Oh. I don't think Robbie Davis Jr. will lose that one. I think no. he'll win. Yeah, I, I expect Robbie to to win the winning I'm title. A, in that I'm, one. A, I'm I used to, I'm a good mate of well, I was a good mate. I still am, I suppose. I ain't spoke to him for a long time, but I'm a good mate of Robbie's. He's um, a he's a really nice lad, he is, isn't he? Uh, he's funny, funny kid, man. <laughs> he's, um, he's, what, he's what do you think about he's, settling he's, up in the England gym there as well, Tom? He seems to have settled well, up in the gym. Seems to have. They've got a hell of a stable up there at the moment, haven't they? Do you know what I mean? He mm. seems to have settled in well. Uh, to be honest with you, Robbie, Day- Robbie will settle in anywhere. Like he's, like he'll settle with anybody. Do you know what I mean? He, in terms of getting on with people, um, yeah. and obviously, if you you know if if you, if you feel the training is is what you need, then that's what you need. But in terms of settling to situations. You know, he's like a doctor water anywhere, that kid. I swear to God, he, he used to get on with everybody and on all the on the England camps and he's I've, I don't know if he's still got it. He's got a he's got a video of me on his phone, I think. Um I don't wanna I push someone in the canal, but <laughs> As I say, is it is this uh is this a video I need to try and get my hands on? Well, yeah, it's, if you speak to him again, ask him if he's just still got the video of Tommy Langford in Manchester. <laughs> right, I'll make sure I try and get my hands on our mate. <laughs> um, yeah, Robbie Davis Jr., obviously, uh, he's, this fight, I think, is for the IBF Intercontinental. Yeah, yeah. Super lightweight yeah. title in a 10-rounder. Um, he's fighting the Mexi- Mexican Gabriel Valenzuela, I think I'm pronouncing that right, the whole yeah. way I'm. Um, yeah. And Robbie's, uh, yeah, I think Robbie is... He's going from strength to strength. He's he's up in the Ingle gym, as we said. Now he was a very good fighter anyway, but I think he's going to improve yeah. even more now under Dom Ingle. And um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Robbie Davis Jr. back in there. Yeah, definitely. He's he's uh, he's really well. I think he was progressing even before going to the. Do you know what I mean? He was showing progression the whole time. Well, he's, Since... he's a, let's not forget he's a he's a British Commonwealth and European champion as well already. He's yeah, he's that a classic group, doesn't he? Yeah, he's very, very talented fighter. He can punch a bit as well, Robbie. Um, you know, and I think, uh, I think he's just like you said, he's coming from strength to strength. He's took this fight at a drop of a hat, though, wasn't he? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it was spanning him quite late, and he's 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 kept himself really fit, really trim. You know, obviously wants wants to go to work, and can't blame him. You know, so uh, and I think I, you know, I've had a look at his opponent. I, I'm uh, I'm pretty confident Robbie Davis does the job here. How far off the world title shot is he for you, um, Tom? It is, um, uh, where, where would he be in that picture with, with the win on Saturday? 
well, I think, you know, give him another one. Give him yeah. another test, another step up from this one. You know, like we said, we don't we don't always know what these Mexican Mexicans bring. But uh, <laughs> after last weekend, but uh, you know, get through this one, get secure that belt, and then uh, you know, have, have a have a defense against somebody somebody solid, somebody up there, and then you know, and then then I think he, he, you know, then he could be in with a shout. He's achieved every other belt there is as a British fighter to get British Commonwealth European internationals intercontinentals so it's only right that that that's the next step for him really and I, and um, they'll be hot on that chase the ingle gym will be hot on that chase if he gets gets the belt on saturday gets himself in those rankings um up there in those rankings and and um they'll be pushing for that asap really i suppose you know get him in an eliminator or it on the or you know uh one one fire away sort of thing yeah. and then he'll be there I think yeah. that's only fair. He's, you know, he's had a, he's had a, he's had a fair few fights himself. Decent, decent length career. Good, good career. Been in with some high opposition, quality opposition all the way through. So I think it's, uh, yeah, it's only a fair thing. Only, a, only, a, only a fair thing to get that shot. Let's hope he does get it. Yeah, wish him all the very best for um for Saturday. And finally, as well, um, Tom, this one, so so excited for this one. I really think it's going to be a tear up. Um. Florian Marco versus the pint-sized powerhouse Ryland Charlton. Yeah, uh, yeah. This, I this didn't pay much. Well, do it, match up this, mate. Early on, I didn't. You know, someone asked me about this one a little while back, and I didn't pay much attention to it. And then, um, and then I, you know, and then I, I, I got asked it again by somebody. I thought I better pay some attention to this and looked into it a bit more. Do you know that Maku? He's the Albanian, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see. I know he had that that one draw, but the, but the but the the when I've seen him, I've I've liked what I've seen. He's got real boxing ability. Looks to yeah. have real good boxing ability. He looks like a few of the, the fights I've seen. He's adjusted, you know, his style a bit. He hasn't he hasn't always got that really up, up, upright style. Like he, it was quite clear in the, some of his earlier fights that he'd done a lot of kickboxing before. You know, with the way he carried himself in the ring, but he's, he's changed his style a little bit. He's adjusted in fights. I like, I quite like him really. I think, and then obviously, I know um, Charlton's. You know, he's had he's had a couple of big wins himself, and you know, he comes in for a tear up, and that's what he tries to do. That's literally what he tries to do. But to be fair think, to Charlton, he, he sort of he's played himself into the picture, isn't he? I mean, he inked the yeah. he inked the promotional deal with Matchroom after. Impressing in that you know explosive performance and stopping yeah. against Joseph Laws. Um, yeah, that's he, he it. Took, yeah. he, he took that fight on thirteen days' notice as well. So, you know, fair, fair dues to him. He, he's really yeah, himself absolutely. Into the picture, isn't he? Yeah, of course. That's what you know. That and that's that's what it, that's what he can do for you. A win like that. That's what he can do for you. You know, flips the script and throws you in there. Um, I I gotta be honest though. I, I fancy the Albanian. <laughs> You do fancy Mark, would you, Florian Mark? Yeah, you? yeah, I think, yeah, I think he'll, you know, I, from what I've seen, from what I've seen of both of them, um, I've been more impressed with Marco, and I've been, uh, he looks to have more sort of boxing, boxing behind, like boxing ability and technique and skills behind him than um, Charlton, but you know, <laughs> it, it can all change when you get punched in the face. Do you know? <laughs> are they gonna, are they gonna meet Ted on in the ring? I think because. Um, there's been a slight know. bit. Of, there's been a slight bit of needle between them. I know, and Mark, who does, I think, get himself sort of wound up quite a lot. Um, yeah. 
are they gonna? You know, they they both uh, you know, they both like to come forward. They both very aggressive, powerful punchers. But like you said, Mark has got a bit of boxing ability behind him as well. Um, do you expect them to meet head on in the ring, or do you think the approach from Mark is going to be very much from what you've said there? He's going to look to you know to turn to that boxing ability. I think if he doesn't do if he doesn't use his, his boxing ability, it, it, it's a waste. Like I, I feel like he could make this for me. He could make this fight as easy as he wants it. Really, mm. um, I, I might be being complete. I, I might be not being fair to Charlton and uh, uh, under uh, underrating him a bit. But I've not, you know, what I've seen of him is obviously that knockout of Joseph Law, which was a shock, and. And uh, you know, launched himself into this position, but other than that, that's kind of I've not really seen enough of him. But I found some more footage on Marco, and and the stuff I found on him, he looks really relaxed in the in the ring, like really like quite quite relaxed. You know, goes about his business in in a box, but on the front foot, but boxes, and I I just think he I just think he. He'll do that on on Saturday, but if he goes in there with a hot head and they they meet in the middle and have a tear up, you never know because you could get banged on the chin. Um, Raylan can punch. He, he can punch. Like yeah, said, if it does end up I mean. in a tear up, that could be them pushing. So it, the it depends how. Depends again. That's that's all about your mentality. If you can stay calm, if you can stay calm and you know, uh, you stick to your game plan and stick to your boxing and 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 then. Then you can get see yourself through those. But if you get if you get hot, too hot head and you stand there and trade, then it's anyone's game. Um, but I, no, I'm I'm going with Marku, man. That's um, I've I've seen what I've seen I've seen what I've seen early on in the when I was catching up on them and I was doing a bit of doing a bit of research around it. I'm I'm going with Marku. Um, I'm is not going to say knockout or points, but I've, I'm going with him to win. He has said as well, though, he's made no secret, uh, Florio Mark, who have not wanted to leave it to the judges because, let's be fair, he had a stinker, yeah. of, a resu- he had a stinker of a result in his last outing. I mean, <laughs> come on, there was no doubt he should, he should have won that fight against Jamie Stewart and he was given as a draw. Yeah. So he has said well, he doesn't want to leave it to the judges. So this is why I'm asking you about this tear-up. I mean, what are we going to see? Nah, I, nah, I don't think... <sighs> I've I've seen all I can say is I've seen what I've seen boxing wise and the the footage the footage that I've managed to see of the fighters I've and I watched a bit that Jamie Stewart fight. Do you know what? And and I didn't see him losing that fight, man. Not do you know what I mean? He didn't. No, sorry, didn't, didn't. I didn't see him during during that fight. Like, I didn't draw it. No, no, fight. exactly. So like I I think uh, yeah I, I'm 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 picking him and I'm I think. He, like I said, he could make it if he if he can get his boxing right and he has the right tactic. I think feel he can he could do an impressive job. I'm not saying the knockout stoppage or anything, but I think he can do an impressive job. But you know, I could have got all these predictions completely wrong. So <laughs> I should, I'll be sure to bring it up to you next week's podcast if you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, I got them all wrong. I got them wrong last week, didn't I? So. <laughs> but no, fair, I gotta say though, fair play to both men, fair play to Eddie for making this fight because I, I, yeah, I see it, yeah, I see absolutely. it as a, a proper 50 50, a real good fight. Um, yeah, just quickly, just before I leave you, Gorta, I just want to touch upon um, some of the things that we are seeing over in the States on the weekend as well. Um, yeah. 
Adrian Broner is back. I don't know what you thought. Yeah. Our former four-week world champion, Adrian Broner, is returning to the ring this weekend. Um, he's on his show that also features Otto Wallin and Dominic Brazil. I mean, yeah. love Adrian Broner or hate him. He's always in the headlines. And that's where yeah. he's going to be. What, what, yeah. What's the idea behind this return, though, Tom? For you? Is, this, is this money motive? Is he serious about... Going for titles again? How do you see it? I, mate, <laughs> I don't know. It, Adrian Broner uh, knows Adrian Broner. Do you know what I mean? So I think it, everything with everything with him has always been about money, and it he's always yeah. he's always flaunting money, throwing. So that's what it is. It's money. That's that's what it is. It, he wouldn't want to. He wouldn't do it if it weren't money. But but if you're a boxer and you're a fighter by nature then you've always got it in you to do that and you've always think oh I can you know I'll have another fight I'll have another fight do you know what I mean and yeah. and if he you know if he thinks I can make a quick get of cash here like I, I think it's the, the bottom line is money but the only way he knows how to make a lot of money is fighting so that's what he's turned to well I think one of his that's... nicknames is about billions so that, that just says it all yeah, that, that's you go, yeah. Say, is it? yeah. <laughs> well yeah but he ain't got billions, has he? So, you know. No, no. It's, uh, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, it's always temperament as well, I find with Broner. Yeah, he's had, he's yeah, had definitely. The talent. He's got the talent there. The talent has always been there. He's had some brilliant wins. You know, he, you don't be a, you, you don't become a four-weight world champion without being a very, very good fighter. Oh, no, and my my attitude towards him is not about his boxing ability. He can obviously... Yeah. He's, he's a very, very good boxer. Do you know what I mean? And, mm. But it's just about... You know the way the way he is. I just, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't stomach it the best. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> I did get that impression, mate. Um, last one, Tom. Just before we go, I, I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, it's a, a Mexican dust up that that could be yeah. a war for the WBC Super Featherweight World Title um, yeah. between current champion and and hard hitting Miguel Buchelt and yeah. w, former WBO champion Oscar Valdez. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, without typing this one up too much, although I'm going to anyway, this could be, but potentially be, one of the best fights we see this year. I think that's what uh, that's what is that's what everyone's saying. That's what it's pointing to. I see a Butchell win. Um, yeah, I do. You know, I, I I see him win. I see he's he's the natural at the weight. He's the bigger at the weight, stronger because he's moved up. Any Valdez. Yeah, um, yeah he Valdez, moved up from. Uh, from one two six to one thirty. Yeah, Valdez's more recent performances haven't—they haven't done him the favors. And I think it's fair to say if he performs like those, he's going to get beat by Burchell quite handily. Yeah, I mean, um, Burchell is the favorite, as you said. He's, he's a huge puncher. He's naturally bigger the weight, as you mentioned. Um, he's I, got a significant reach advantage over him as well. But let's not and, forget as well. Oscar Valdez is still un, undefeated. He is a former yeah. world champion. So I'm not. Just... I'm not taking anything away from him and how good he is. Hmm. I just feel the normal. The rule is the rule. The rule of thumb is a good big and beats a good little one. And yeah. he's naturally the smaller fighter. And I think he's stuck between styles a little bit as well. He, you know, his last couple of fights he tried to counter punch more, and I think he's done that since moving up in weight rather than you know rather than being his usual you know Mexican style aggressive self. Um, I feel he gets more success with that, with that, me- you know, that Mexican aggressive style than he does being on the back foot. And if he goes on the back foot against Burchell and tries to box him, I, he, I think he gets beat quite, quite well. 
Um, it, if they have a tear up in the middle of the ring, obviously, then you know the the biggest, stronger man is Burchell again. So he's going to be in the favour. But obviously, I feel that uh, uh, Valdez is is more suited to that style. He performs better in that style. So you know, I I I hope he kind of gets that the style right. And I think we will see a we will we'll see an absolute cracker. If 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 they they stand and have it, I think it's gonna be a hell of a fight. Yes, it's very rare that we see two Mexicans fight, and we we left feeling disappointed. Tom, is it? No, yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, it's all about pride, isn't it? They they it's just that's what it is to them, and it's their sport and that style, that Mexican style. So I mean, you know, there's there's a load of them throughout history, but like, I, I just you know, two Mexicans fighting each other, it's bragging rights, king of Mexico, in it. Do you know what I mean? So. What do you think about obviously the stable that the Valdez is in? I mean, it's arguably boxing's best stable currently under Eddie Reynoso, and he's surrounded by the likes of Canelo Alvarez, Ryan Garcia, Andy Ruiz Jr. I mean, it's not bad company to share, is it? No, phenomenal stable, absolutely phenomenal stable, and you know, great, great to be in that company um, day in day out. It's only going to spur you on, but it has to be said since going to that stable, he's. That's where his adjustment in styles come. I, 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 I feel like he's trying to figure it out. I feel like he's trying to figure out wh- what way he's going to go with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and so, but but yeah, that being around being around that sort of uh, that sort of caliber of fighter every day and having them rooting for you and giving you advice on you know tapping on the shoulder saying this about your sparring and just giving you a nod here, there, here and there, you know, you're spotting things for, from a fighter's perspective as well as a Eddie Reynoso, a coach perspective and all the rest of it. I think that can only add massively to your game. So, you know, like, I think we're in for a good fight anyway on that one. Yeah, looking forward to it. And one man who is um, probably a little bit more excited than us and is definitely rubbing his hands is Bob Arum. Um, yeah. You said this. This is what he said. He said there's a potential to be as good as anything he's promoted in his 50 years of putting on shows, and he's even compared it to the classic in 2001 between Morales and Barrera. So no pressure, lads. <laughs> nah, yeah. I mean, you know what? If you're getting prepared, if you're getting compared to Morales, Barrera, even before the fight, you know, you're better. You're better entertained. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, mate. Well. Uh, We'll, uh, we certainly look forward to it, Tom. Tom, it's been, uh, it's been a pleasure, mate. Lots to get through, but we have got through it. Are we looking on time, yeah. mate? Have we been are we at the hour oh, mark today? It's a, it's a long one, mate, today. It's a long one. We're nearly on the 55, so, you oh, know. Mate. But, but it, you know, there's a lot to talk about. I think we'll get better, mate. We'll, we'll gradually get better, at, you know. I, I, I think I need to get better. I, I ramble on. It's, it's still a work in progress, isn't it? It's still a work yeah, in progress. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, Tom, pleasure as always, mate. Um, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the boxing, and I look forward to uh, to discussing it all with you on next week's podcast. Yeah, nice one, Kieran. Have a good weekend, mate. Yes, and you. Stay safe, mate. Take And thank you, as always, for listening to this podcast. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Overcast, and various other platforms. This has been Southwest Boxing Media Speaks in association with Brixton Streetwear.